0: Fear could be a friend sometimes. It could prevent you from being reckless, if you will. I don't have an opposition to anything negative because I, I tell anyone that anything negative, you have to master it.
1: Hey everybody, what's up? Sagi here, and today with me I have Ethan. Ethan, say hi. Good morning, everybody. And with us is our mentor, Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson, what's up?
0: Hey, everybody. Hope everybody's doing super fantastic.
1: Awesome. So today we're going to talk about resistance, which is a topic, um, you know, we've been talking about obviously on our calls, but Mr. J has a lot to elaborate on it. So Mr. J, take it away.
0: Well, first of all, good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Uh, I hope that you're well. And today, what we're going to be talking about is resistance. Uh, As I mentor so many people in business and things of that nature, uh, some do well, some get there faster than others, and some seem to take quite a bit of time. And a lot of times, there seems to be some level of resistance uh, when a person is trying to change their life. So what do you do when you find yourself? In that position where you're doing what you feel as though all the right things, if it's keeping a positive mindset, if it's uh, saying affirmations, if you're. Uh, eating and exercising and meditating and you're doing all the things that you seem that you are filled so you should do in order to see the change that you want in your life but for whatever reason it's not progressing as quickly as you would like well in those times as i've told many of my mentees you are in the desert of resistance now what does the desert of resistance mean well let's put it to you in this regard if you go to a gym and you start working out The deal is you need resistance, if you will, to strengthen your muscles. They have resistance bands, if you will. You know, you guys get the bands and you push them and exert the force and then the bands come back. But it's the resistance that is building your muscle. It is the same thing in your spiritual walk and your financial walk in every, every area of your life. Whatever you encounter resistance of some level, it is to strengthen you. Now, at the time when we go to the gym and we're working out, it does not feel good. It does not feel good when you are winded. You might be a bit lightheaded. You might hit muscle failure and your arms are like rubber bands or your legs are like rubber bands. You just don't know um, how the body responds. However, but by going to that gym and putting the body through that regimen and consistently doing it, In time, the body becomes stronger. It is the same ideology and philosophy as we walk in the world of affirmations, the law of attractions, getting our prayers answered and so forth and so forth and so on. It is the exact same thing. So I just want to encourage you, if you find yourself in the desert of resistance, that you're doing everything you can, you're moving forward to to move forward in the right direction, and yet you do not feel as though you are progressing again Many moons ago when I was in the military, and I never forget, we would do basic training when I first got in, I was in decent shape, but I wasn't in the best of shape. And for two months, they trained us rigorously through running, push-ups, calisthenics, <clears throat> and what have you. And Christmas leave came, and I wound up going home for Christmas for about 25 days. And in that 25-day period, believe it or not, I really didn't work out that much. I didn't do too much of anything except eat and hang out with the family. But when I came back to my military base, we had to take another physical training test or a PT test. And to my astonishment, I was able to do more push-ups than I have ever done in my life. I was able to do more sit-ups than I had ever done in my life. And I was able to run that two miles faster than I had ever done in my life. Now, I realized that when I did that, it was because of the resistance that I was going through several months earlier. At the time, it did not feel good, nor did I really want to do it, but it was a necessary requirement in order for me to graduate. So it is a necessary requirement in order for you to graduate to the next level that you must go through and nevertheless endure a certain amount of resistance. And by doing so, you will become stronger than you realize. A certain emotional fortitude will be built in you. A certain level of confidence will be exuding from you. So I encourage you that when you have resistance to continue to press forward, even if you're at muscle failure, believe me, once you give that body a chance to recover or your mind or your business or your relationship, whatever it might be, after you've gone through that resistance, and if you can recover from that, you'll be stronger for it. So I hope that helps.
1: Love that. And, you know, like, I think we each kind of have the things that we need to, um, we, we each have our thing that we resist to and that we need to recover from <laughs> in a way and entrepreneurs. And uh, one of those is like the biggest one for me is stepping. Um, I think, oh, OK, so everybody steps out of our like we want to step out of our own way. But in a way, it's very hard um, because, again, we need to we need to find a way to free our mind from, you know, previous beliefs and, pre- like, and things that we grew up with that are so deep-rooted inside of us um, mm-hmm. and so very hard to actually cleanse from the, the negative thoughts and, and disbeliefs that we have. Mm-hmm. How would you suggest like practically like, working about doing that?
0: Well, I, I think that a lot of times what we're taught is what's holding us back. And a lot of times we're just simply afraid. Now, nobody likes to admit that they're afraid of anything, Mm. but a lot of people are simply afraid to change because they're in their comfort level, if you will. You're used to doing things a certain way. I'm in my 50s and when I was in my 30s, I wasn't thinking the way that I am today. So there's also the great element of time. And as you grow and you become older and hopefully, God willing, wiser Mm. uh, that you will find yourself being less fearful. Even if at my, where I'm at my age, you know, what I do in business, you know, someone said it's Mr. Johnson fearless. Fear could be a friend sometimes. It could prevent you from being reckless, if you will. I don't have an opposition to anything negative because I, I tell anyone that anything negative, you have to master it. So when you say, how do I come out of my comfort zone? Let us give an example. Say, for instance, a person never Invested in the stock market. They don't know anything about stocks, they don't know anything about bonds, mutual funds, nothing. They know nothing or anything about crypto or buying a house or starting a business, whatever the hell it is. It doesn't matter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We're all starting from that point of zero. Mm-hmm. It's, the, the simple deal is this: what they're afraid of is failing. This is our are, are, are the opinions of other people. Now, this is what I would tell anyone who's listening to me. Now, do I care about what others think? That's the 2 edged sword. In business, it's it's important that you have the correct perception. I, I understand that. But in the esoterical world, if you will, the Gnostic world, if you will, I really don't give a damn what people think because what we all have in common is, number one, we're all born and we're all going to die. There's no escaping it. So when I tell people, if you stop comparing yourselves to others, number one, don't do that. Number two, stop living in the expectation of what can go wrong. This is what I find a lot of people live in this mindset that they're thinking they have these great plans, but then they're trying to figure out, you know, what can what can stop from what's going wrong. I don't do that. What I want to focus on what can go right because what What happens if it goes well? So it's really Sagi, just a certain mind shift in the way that you're thinking. And, and, and I want to say this to everyone who's listening to me. If you cannot get your mind right, nothing else will go right. I'm going to say this to you again. It's, now That's a quote. If you cannot get your mind right, nothing else will go right. Your life is happening to you and through you. You are the inlet and the outlet of it all. And your body is simply the avatar which houses your soul and your mind or your essence and spirit. So know that there is no one um, that has a leg up on you, so to speak, that these universal powers that are, are given to all of the God's children, which I believe, i yeah. give it to all of us freely to use, so it's up to you to use it correctly. I hope that helps. Definitely. Ethan, you, you wanted to say something?
2: Yeah, that's a great point. Um, and I was just thinking about, too, at the very beginning, we're talking about resistance. It almost takes a crazy person to want to go through battles of their own, but you have to go through those battles to create something amazing with your life. Um, you, you truly do, typically. And then you, and then as we talk about there's resistance and then you also need to have rest and recovery from those resistance. So typically in my personal life, I, every quarter, so every few months or so I go and take a vacation, rest, rest, recoup. So I don't burn out in my work because my Mm -hmm. quarter is so hard of work. If I want to push to the next level, Mm -hmm. um, not just physically, but maybe mentally and, um, but yeah, no, uh, I was gonna ask both of you, do you do you do you both enjoy the process of the resistance or do you not? Is it just because your why is bigger than the uh the obstacles in front of you? Okay, want we'll to answer that. It's
1: a good question. I'm just like I'm thinking like, do I enjoy like I don't think enjoy is a weird word? You know what I'm saying? It's like I I welcome it now to my life, which I didn't before. That I can say. Um, I welcome adversity. When adversity comes, I'm like, yes, a lesson here is for me or something to grow into my next self. I think the thing that is, um, there's two things for me, and that brings actually, that rolls another question to Mr. G after that. The two things that pop for me is this. One is when adversity comes, I'm I'm, I'm definitely okay with it as long as it's on my level. Right. For instance, a client says he wants to cancel working with us. So if I took like two years ago, if I took it too hard, and I'm like, oh my god, a client is canceling. What am I gonna do? And I'm like, you know, because I was so like cash flow driven. Now I'm at a I'm at a point where even if it's like hurting my cash flow a bit, I'm saying, okay, I embrace it. Thank you. What lesson can I learn about this client living? And 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 I just I really love the test of trying not to feel bad about it. You know. So that's one thing, but. Here's the thing, right now I'm working on this new startup and I'm going to ask for funding from, from potential investors. And, and I'm like, I'm gonna ask for about like two or $3 million. And for me, it's a big number. I've never like handled that kind of money. I never had investors. I bootstrap my own, you know, my, my, my business. So this is the next step for me. And what I'm afraid of is taking too much of a big leap which I know is just like everybody takes that leap. At the end of the day, you got to have pre-seed if you want to start up. But it's kind of like it's that big leap that I am, I think, afraid of deep down that is, um, you know, that is, uh, you know, I'm not enjoying if if that's, you know, if we use the word enjoy. I'm not enjoying that big, that fear, Um, but I'm going towards it in a way. So if that makes sense, that's my take on it, Mr. Jaddy.
0: I, I want to say this to uh, Ethan, you know, you said something. Do I enjoy the process? It's, I would equate it to athletics. When you're young, you can endure a lot more than when you get older. Uh, but if you look at someone like Wayne Gretzky or Michael Jordan or someone, when they're, when they're prime of their youth, they could take off from the foul line and Gretzky can score so many goals. But as you get older and the body starts to change, you know, father time is undefeated. But what does happen, and you've heard many athletes say this, it becomes much more mental than physical. It becomes mm-hmm. much more right. mental. So I'm not dealing with it physically with all the emotional responses that will go along with being young and immature and experience. But as you get older, it's much more mental. So do you enjoy the process? I wouldn't say I, I, I don't enjoy the process. What I would say is you learn to navigate the process much, much better.
1: You make it intelligent. I got it. You bring from the amygdala to the front frontal neocortex, like so.
0: Well, I mean, I just think over a period of time, um, how is anything transferred to our subconscious mind or our God mind? It's done through repetition and belief. And so the more you repeat a process, the more you go to the gym, the more business meetings you attend, the more deals you're able to close, the better you understand the PL statement, the better, better you understand the managerial infrastructure, whatever it, it might be, there are God knows a variety of things you can cover. But ultimately, it just comes down to experience. And the more you experience something uh, and uh, more frequently experience, hopefully, the more knowledgeable you are. And it brings a certain amount of comfort and uh, confidence in, in doing your business. So, yeah. uh, yes, as you get older, believe it or not, Ethan, all things being equal, it should get a lot easier. <laughs> yes. And uh, that's just the truth. Yeah.
2: That's encouraging. I like it when it gets easy. You, know, you know what and I love? It feels like the next level brings its own challenges every
0: time. Well, but you know what? I want to tell you two something. You know, you guys obviously, there's a distinct age age difference between the three of us. But what I love about you guys is that most young men are not spending time with their elder. They're not sitting, usually sitting on a podcast talking to a guy that's 25 years, 30 years older than them. And so when I see you two and what my job is and what I believe as a, as a mentor and as a coach is to transfer this wisdom to the younger people so that as they progress and you guys have children and you become grandfathers, you're just learning. Understand this knowledge and gray hair and wisdom have this in common. They all, all come slowly. (laughs) They all come slowly. Trust me. Yes.
1: Definitely. I, you know, there's something that you said that is like um, made me question something. So, so two days ago, interesting. Two days ago, I was at, at my Muay Thai practice. So, I do Muay Thai, uh, and I've been doing martial arts for like as long as I can remember. But you always learn how to grow inside that. And I was right. like in a, I was like in a fight with my uh, trainer, with my with my master, and I was like, we were fighting and he's he's kicking my ass like so in a point like he starts off slow and then when you hit him you get a good shot in he gets like to the point where now he's going to kill you so you're like seeing that fire in his eyes and he's coming for you and you know someone way more experienced than you is coming for you and uh it, he kicked me in the face so fucking hard i'm sorry for the language so hard i i saw white and i i i was um i was I fell on the mirror. Like I fell back on, on this. I basically like he had to hold me for me to not fall down. It's kind of like a knockdown. And then um, after that, he kicked me again. And he, I actually have a cracked rib right now. He <laughs> cracked my rib. So basically yeah. like this is like from one session, right? Um, and I, I got after the practice and I was like, okay, well, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Everything right now, I'm just like all beat up. It's a good thing though. And I'm, I, I think I'm starting to get why it's a very good thing, that practice, because um, if I wouldn't have had that hard session, right, where I got hit very hard, then I would not grow. But from this session, I grow. If you would take it light on me, I would not grow, right, to my next, like, martial art experience. Only in these sessions can you really handle stress, like physical violent stress, right, on your body, while you have to think clearly about your technique and strategy. In business, it's the same. So basically, you have to get to the point where you beat at least a bit beat up or like you you have to get to the point of failure, you know, um, uh, of some kind of muscle failure or something like you have to get to the point in business every time stretch yourself to where you get a kick in the face, Uh, but you're still okay, you know. So I think it's a good thing to aspire for. Just get kicked in the face in business. maybe.
0: I think, again, as we, we develop this podcast and I talk to people, I am a fan of the law. And people often say, Mr. Johnson, what law are you referring to? It is the law of the creation. The law of creation. And when you make reference of muscle failure and the things I made mentioned up earlier, what most people don't understand by having adversity, by having conflict, by having these issues in our life, these things are not, it's, it's a very, I mean, let me go slow. If I can get people to understand that your thoughts, whatever you're thinking at this very moment, believe it or not, good or bad, right, wrong or indifferent, you are radiating it out into what you call the universe or what some might call God. Okay. now, what most people don't understand is that you, the universe or God can only give you what you believe this is how all faiths work, whether we practice Christianity, uh, Judaism, Christ, whatever. All of them are predicated upon this thing called faith. Now, why would it be necessary for you to have faith or hope and all these other things unless there is a need for them? Now, why would one someone have a need for all these things because of what you just stated earlier, adversity? So you see, when adversity and these things strike our lives, As tragic as they might seem, and I know all of us have been through some horrible things, believe it or not, it's true. What does not kill you makes you stronger. And so when we have adversity, it is the balance. You see, if your life was all sunshine and roses all the time, it would be equivalent to riding a roller coaster that just goes straight. Mm. But if you're on a roller coaster and it just goes straight, that's a rather boring ride. But if it takes a dip and a hard turn and a loop, and another dip and a straight up. Your That ride is exciting. And that's how your life should be. Now, you don't complain when you get on a roller coaster and it takes you for a loop and you almost vomit. As a matter of fact, you volunteered to get on it. But you had no idea what to expect, what you got on. But the deal is a simple hold on for the ride. And notice, as, as violent as that ride might be, it doesn't last very long. And so was your adversity and trials and tribulations. They might be violent. They might almost make you want to vomit, but they do not last forever. And usually you hear many people say this. Once you come out of that storm, if you will, there's so much better for it. So you're absolutely right, Sagi. It's necessary. And that's what most people don't want to talk about. They'd rather me get up here and tell you guys, just say an affirmation, and everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Everything's going to be super fantastic. You're never going to have a problem again. That's not reality. Yeah. And, and here's something else. That's not healthy. Because that's not reality. Now, as you grow in wisdom and understanding, when your eyes open, your third eye in particular, and you understand how to manifest things in your life, even the greatest of manifestors cannot solve all the world's problems. Mm-hmm. You're responsible for creating your life and your world. But understand that when adversity and conflict come, it creates a balance in you. How could you appreciate the sun, Sagi, and Ethan, if it never rained? Mm -hmm. I mean, really appreciate a sunny day when you go outside and say, man, it's gorgeous outside today, unless there have been days when it's been cloudy and not pretty. Mm -hmm. How can you appreciate the love that you have for your mother, your parents, your your spouses, your your colleagues, anyone, without learning to love yourself? So, I mean, when when we talk about these things that we want to get into with people, it's not just about making millions of dollars. There's no shortage of money in this world. There's so much money on this planet, we can't even count it. There's a lack of love in the world. There's so much food that farmers burn fields to keep the price at a certain level. There's not a lack of food on this planet. There's a lack of love. There's not a lack of money on this planet. There's a lack of opportunity to access that money. And a lot of it, believe it or not, comes through what I call the flow through through state, meaning that you are allowing for prosperity, success, good health, and all that to flow through you without resistance if you will. No. I know it's kind of long-winded, but I, I can no, talk I love
1: about it, that. I love it, I love it. and um, it, it brings two more topics, but by the way, Ethan, do
2: you want to... Yeah, I was just going to say, um, I think that we talk about resistance, and that comes through a lot of challenges in life, and I was oftentimes I believe that people like to challenge change as if it is worse than what they're currently experiencing. They like to challenge changes and worse right. than what they currently have now. And uh, I heard this one time from uh, someone I spoke to successful in business. He says the journey for greatness, if that's what you're trying to achieve, whatever that greatness is to you personally, often begins at the moment challenge and contribution becomes more important, more important than your comfort and needs. And um, you just got to go through that resistance Got to have the belief and the faith Mr. Johnson's talking about to start the process. So. The number
0: one reason why most people fail is not from a lack of education. It is not even a lack of money. It is a lack of belief in themselves. Most people are not happy. They wear a mask. Everybody puts on a mask every day and go out into the world and you, they show you who they want you to see them as. As I've gotten older, Sometimes it's got me into trouble, to be honest, just being so what they would call brutally honest, but you get older, you don't have time for a bunch of bullshit. I don't have time for it. I just I just can't do it anymore. I'm too old to, to listen to a bunch of BS. I'm, I'm too old to tell people a bunch of you know crap information. The information that I'm giving to you, I don't believe it works. I know it does. I know it does. The deal is it's real simple. There is a scripture that teaches us in the Bible that says that you're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Understand this principle you are destroyed for a lack of knowing something and you know what that lack of knowledge is even though it could be subjective if you will it's knowledge of yourself that's the lack of knowledge you don't know you don't know how good you are you don't know how strong you are until it's tested you don't know how smart you are until it's tested you don't know how resourceful you have to become until you're placed in the position where you have to become resourceful and what happens is 95 percent of us are going to rise to that occasion we're going to rise to that occasion but the deal is no one wants to be put in that situation to rise to that occasion And so therefore they never achieve the benefit of it all of your success are on the other side of your fears it's been said before it is so it's so vastly true all of your success is on the other side of your fears doubt and unbelief not in the world but in yourself I so yeah. i i just want to encourage people to go for it you know you okay. should be living the best life. Now, I'm uh, oblivious to the world. There's obviously a war. There's the markets are in just extremely volatile. There's, I believe, over a trillion dollars was lost over the last couple of days in just market cap. Yeah. Of course, the world has challenges, but I will say this to you. Someone is still making money, the sun still came up, and you still have 24 hours in a day to figure out what it is you're wanting to do. And the first thing you're gonna wanna do is try to start that day with your mind and attitude in the right mindset. And that's why I said earlier, if you can't get your mind together, it's really an uphill climb from there. So the first person you're always going to want to change is just yourself. And the quickest way to change yourself, do you guys know what to do? Quickest way to change yourself. The number one thing you want to do to change your life is simple. Not affirm you're a millionaire or a billionaire, none of that. The first thing you want to do is forgive yourself.
2: Hmm.
0: You're going to forgive yourself for all your fuck-ups, all your screw-ups, all the mistakes you made, all the times you just did the wrong thing. You got to put that shit behind you. You cannot move forward living in the past. The past is dead. All you can do is learn from it. That is it, and let it go. Secondly, what you want to do is forgive others. We we'll forgive all those people who wronged you, badmouthed you, talked about you, stole from you, did all those terrible things. Has it happened to Mr. Johnson? Absolutely. Am I black? Yes. It's been happened to me. But if I were to let those bad circumstances and situations affect my spirit in a way that I would never trust or communicate with would anybody else, would I be here today? Absolutely not. So you want to forgive yourself, forgive others. And then the next thing I want you to do is to come up with a plan. What the hell do you want? What do you want? It's nothing wrong with having a nice car, a nice house, a beautiful husband, a beautiful wife, a beautiful family, success. It's nothing wrong with any of it. Lose that self-hatred. What self-hatred that you're not worthy of it? Why did I have to kill myself to obtain it? These are all learned behaviors and none of this is true. It is simple. The way to change your life is to change the way you see life. That's why beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, your eyes. What do you see? How you see the world will definitely determine how the world will flex back to you. And if you take from the world, the world will definitely take from you. So be a giver, which makes you an alternate receiver. If you will,
1: love it, love it. Um, and I think we can definitely um talk about being a giver in this world because I here's the thing, like, and and Ethan, you mentioned it too like, you have a bigger aspiration to help others than to help yourself, and you know, therefore, you'll be able to you'll be willing to go through adversity and change your life, right? Um, and we also talked about it, I think in a previous episode where I mentioned uh, uh, vertical development that has three stages, one where you just take care of yourself, two where you um, actually aspire to um, you actually aspire to, to do something in this world good, and then three where you mostly care about others, right And then it's like the highest level of, of vertical development. Um, but then again, at the end of the day, us entrepreneurs, especially the ones, you know, like the ones that are building themselves from scratch have to live, right, Um, off of something. So how do you detach from the, um, or how do you develop an abundance mindset while around you, you know, you still have to pay a lot of bills and, you know, have a lot of things on your mind financially. Um, What are the, I would love to hear about like the the mindset steps or, or the practical steps in terms of like, mindset and and beliefs but also about the strategy of how you can prepare to um become really like you know uh detached from from from
0: uh, for finances is this for Ethan?
1: this is for everybody
2: listening <laughs> you, you want to respond to that i'm gonna let you take that one sir johnson well, i tell
0: you i'm always the one talk. okay well listen <laughs> how do you create a positive mindset in and your finances and you're going through a rough time financially? Listen, being broke sucks. Sucks. No other way to put it. Sucks. Sucks bad. Have I ever been broke? Most of my life. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I did not have a great deal of money growing up. However, you know, um, I would say this to anyone, you know, that, foreclosure, I've experienced it. Bankruptcy, file, I've had filed for that years ago, um, behind on my car payments, all of that crap that, not just Americans, but people in the world deal with. And all of us have to go through it on certain levels. But you say, well, how did I deal with that? Well, number one, I, I my problem was an economic one, but I would say this to most people, most of the times when you run into an economic problem, the first mindset is to cut back. Let me cut back my expenses. It's no different than the government. We're going to cut social services to kind of balance the budget, if you will. I beg to differ. You don't need to cut back. You just need to make more money. Hmm. I just said earlier, there's no shortage of money out there. You just need to make more money. Now, here's how you're going to make money. I'm going to give you the secret to make as much money as you want. Here's the deal. You have to be of service. The reason most people don't have, not all, But a lot of people don't have money and particularly entrepreneurs is because you have not reached the point where you have something of service. Now, I'm not saying it's not valuable, but is your price point too high? What's your competition look like? If you believe in the concept of competition, Mm -hmm. you know, there are a lot of things you have to do. But I would just simply say, understand. I want to align you with the divine. If you align with the divine source, if you will. which I call to believe to be God or the universe, like many other people call it. And if you operate and affirm that the divine provides for me, it will. It will. I'm telling you what I know. Mm -hmm. You ever hear people say, I just got, it just came out of nowhere. So don't tell me you haven't heard that before because it happens. It does. But what most people fail to realize is what frequency is that individual vibrating on to allow those type of situations to occur in their life. But I want you to affirm, if you're saying Mr. Johnson, I'm broke right now. I'm going through it financially. I'm doing the best I can. I heard what you said about service, but yet my electric bill is still due. My water bill is still due. I still have to provide groceries for my family, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. But here's what I want you to do. Number one, don't be afraid to ask for help. Pride goes before a fall. A closed mouth does not get fed. If you don't open your mouth and say help, no one probably will help you. Number two, Remove pride and humble yourself. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. Secondly, what I would do is if you're making money or if you're short of money, what can I do to generate more income? You know, a lot of times people have pride. I hear people say, I'd never work at McDonald's. I'd never work at Burger King. I'd never cut a lawn. I'd never do that until you're hungry, until you have no choice. And the universe has a way of humbling people when they take that position. So if you find yourself struggling financially, first of all, let's start with this. Focus on what you have instead of what you don't. Be grateful Mm -hmm. to what little you do have. And here's how you want to multiply that. When you have a little bit, I believe in this. You take that little bit and you sit it on a table. You can sit it on your nightstand or whatever. And I want you to ask God to bless it. Now, I'm not no preacher. I'm just telling you what I've learned. Listen to See all this white on my face? I'm telling you what I would do. You might have $100. And you say, man, I need $1,000. Miracles still happen. The power of your words still resonate throughout the universe. They really do. And because people don't believe it, it doesn't happen as prevalent as it once did. But just be grateful for what you have first. Thank you. You young folks say this all the time, Mr. J., you can speak things into existence, right? Well, if that's true, who's listening to you on the other side? So if you can speak something into existence, why can't you speak the money you need into existence? Why does it always have to be just, you know, a car or a business or whatever it is or a relationship? You see, I hear my young guys say this to me all the time. Mr. Johnson, you could speak something into existence. And I agree with you. But what I'm asking is if you can literally speak something into the existence and that's for anyone who's listening to this podcast then if you're speaking something that means something on the other side must be listening to you yeah and this is where we need to get to the divine flow and once we have the divine flow every relationship with it believe me the affirmation that i said earlier becomes a reality
1: Got it. Got it. um this is this has been great uh ethan do you want to ask any questions i think like this is this is good we can you know start wrapping up with this because this, is, this was gems
2: i don't have anything more to say i'd i'd love to sleep there <laughs>
1: everybody everybody listening right now is like like you know and and i think again <laughs> right um and that's what we had also in club i was like mr j speaking and then we're like anybody has any questions we're just like we just want to ponder here for a second wanted, well
0: so. you know what it happens a lot and I, I take that as a compliment because my goal is simple and, and and i say this to people and at first it kind of shocks them but i, I don't mean it it is shock jock i'm simply saying listen i want to live a long life like anybody but the older i get and i see what's going on i realize my time is limited and that's not a bad thing i don't want to I want to go on to the now. I'm anxious to see what's on the other side, to be honest with you, in, in, in this in its, in its time. But until that day, until I leave this planet, my goal is simple. Like here we have this whole format. And what is the goal here, Mr. Johnson? I want the world to see first and foremost that you have an older African-American gentleman with two young white gentlemen, and they have this great relationship. Now, if you were to look at society and you look at the news, CNN, Fox News, whatever, the world itself, This 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 is not what you see. Not that this rare or or, or that it doesn't happen, but it's very rare. There are many more things we have in common that we don't have in common. I know you guys. I know you guys are good men. I know you guys have beautiful wives and, 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 and all of that, you know, but until we get the world or we put people in position to affect the narrative of the world, we will find ourselves in this repetitive process of just destruction, kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy, if you will. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take a, a trillion people to change the world. Remember, your seeds are your thoughts. So when people are listening to this, what is Mr. Johnson doing? He is planting seeds in them, okay? Some so- some seeds will take root, some seeds won't. Some people's soil is good and nutrient, Some people's soil is dry and dead. But when we speak life and hope and inspiration and joy and all of these other things and faith and love. These might sound antiquated and somewhat, maybe not even be politically correct, but it doesn't negate that their validity. It doesn't negate that they're valuable. And so I don't just want you guys to be successful financially. I, of course, I want you to make as much money as you can. You don't know, mistake, get the bag. But at the same time, I want you to be great husbands, great fathers, great colleagues, great men. That's what I believe. That's not what I believe. That's what I know the world is missing. And so for all who are listening to me, listen, if your life was over with then you would not have woken up this morning. Simple, if your life had no purpose, no meaning, no relevance to our existence, then you would not have woken up this morning but you did because the universe or God is not done with you yet. Now or you might you might be going through some stuff. you might have to go through some trials and tribulations but listen to me, it's that resistance training. You're going through it to build your strength. You not only need to be physically strong, as I see these young men in Planet Fitness and Ellie, uh, Planet, uh, you know, the different gyms they go to and they get all big and buff. And that's great. But you're inside, you're weak. You're weak inside. You see, because most strength is not physical, it's emotional. And I encourage all of you who, who are listening to develop emotional intelligence. Just stop and pause. Don't beat yourself up. You build yourself up. Know that life is for you and not against you. Please believe these things because they're true. And regardless of what it appears to be, because it's the appearance of it that causes you to lack faith. And it's your lack in faith that brings about the lack of the manifestation. Remember, the universe can only give you what you believe. You do not get what you want. Let me say this to you again, and we get ended on this note. Everyone listen to me, pay attention. You do not get what you want. You get what you believe. And remember to believe in yourself. It's most important. I bid you peace.
1: of that. And everybody, uh, please, if you like this episode, first of all, take a moment, take a minute or two, if you're writing right now and the way you work or you're listening to this on your jog or whatnot, um, take one or two or even five minutes just to ponder, don't listen to another episode, pause, you know, um, just think for yourself, like what was raised here that you can think about in, that applies to your life and how can you now start believing and, and, and you know, remo- removing resistance and uh, everything that we talked about on this episode. Um, so we hope this gives you value and helps you to step up to the next version of you in your life and, and create the impact in this world that you deserve to create. So uh, thank you for being with us here. If you like this show, we have just, you know, after those five minutes or so, um, or later down the road, you know, when you get to work, right? In the middle of when you're driving, but rate us on Apple podcasts. That would mean the world to us. Give us a review, a very short review um, and we will start featuring those and, in uh, future episodes um so we would love your review and uh, to hear if this gave you value also please sh- please be sure to share it on social media um just even share this link here uh if you're on spotify you have a quick share feature if you're on apple podcast anywhere you can just share the link with someone that you know will value from this episode this would be amazing for us to see this podcast grow and to be able to keep giving you value. So thank you so much for being here and listening to us. This was the Evolution Podcast. Mr. Johnson, Ethan P. Heisey, and myself, Sagi Schreiber. Guys, have an amazing day, week, wherever you are in the world. See you on the next episode.
0: Bye.